SAFM. All things automotive with the petrol head, Niku Smith. On the couch with a cup of coffee. That is Nico, our petrol head. I'm hoping that I'm correct with that one. Morning, how are you doing? I'm doing brilliant. How are you, Nico? Very good, very you, good. Have you had a cup of coffee? Yes, I have. It's actually next to me, so I'm busy still finishing it up, so yes. I, I should be able to answer at least two good questions. So the funny thing, of course, is that <coughs> then if you're finishing your coffee uh, during mm. the next sort of 20-odd minutes or whatever it is, mm. Then, as you finish your coffee, do your answers just get better and better and better and better? Let's, let's practically <laughs> test that. So maybe you should ask the questions and we see how it goes. And then we, okay. we can test the theory. I've got a, I've got a total theory for you. Uh, it's a question that was asked by Tapelo on um, Twitter saying, I want an opinion from the petrol head. My BMW E90 always has damages on the tires every time I hit the potholes. And I want to know, is it because of my worn shock absorbers? <laughs> well, yeah. So worn shocks aren't great um, at all. So the reality is they affect the handling of the car. Um, so what the springs do in a car, the springs absorb the bump. So when you go over a bump, the spring absorbs it. But the spring will keep on going. Yeah. So what a damper or a shock absorber does, it pushes the wheel down and keeps it down. In other words, it stops the wheel from bouncing up and down. Um, it also has an effect on the, the ride, the firmness with the springs has an effect on the firmness of the ride. So I guess if I have to think about it, um, if you hit the pothole, maybe the tire moves a little bit more than it should. But in reality, you know, the type of pothole you hit is going to affect or, you know, it's going to damage the tire as well anyway. So if it's a deeper um, pothole or if you try and miss the pothole, that can also have an effect. So it probably is better to hit the pothole side, pothole side on in trying to swerve in the pothole because if you hit it with the tread part, then the tread part is much stronger. There's a lot more rubber there. If you hit it with the sidewall, as you turn, in other words, if you try to miss it in the turn, you can hit it with a bit more of the sidewall. And the sidewall is very thin. Um, so that could be also just what you're doing, or trying to avoid the potholes and turning in them, which is not great. But I, I, my last comment is, if your sidewall is cut, unfortunately, please replace the tires because it's extremely dangerous. I know it's a lot of money, but you're not actually playing with, you know, uh, um, creating an accident uh, possibly because the sidewall is thin, thin, thin. And if there's a cut on the sidewall, it looks like a small cut, but you're very close to the inside of the tire. So what can then happen is if the tires generate a bit more heat um, or you have one more knock, it actually then, um, um, you know, people talk about a blowout. Now, a blowout only really happens when there's a cut sidewall. Otherwise, the tire doesn't really deflate immediately. So a blowout means you have a cut sidewall. All the tire, you know, the, the tire, it rips open. Immediately, all the air escapes from there. So your car is going to pull, let's say it's the front right, aggressively to the right. Um, and then that could actually, if you try and swerve back, it cause an accident. So um, it's actually quite dangerous if your sidewalls are cut. So I'm sorry your tires are, your sidewalls are cut. Um, I would suggest um, replacing the s- shocks because it also could um, um, affect how the tires wear. But more importantly, if your sidewalls are cut, rather replace your tire. So here's the thing. Um is it more dangerous, and I'm using the word hit that Tapelo um, used, so every time he hits a pothole, is it more dangerous to hit a pothole or to hit a bump, a hump? Um, it depends on, you know, the hump, and it depends on the bump, and it depends on the <laughs> pothole, I guess. <laughs> so if, you, if, 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 the, if the bump in the road isn't too much, you're okay. But, you know, uh, if you go over the bump too fast and you hit the nose on the other side, some cars have plastic and some cars have aluminium sumps. 
Yeah. So um, it's happened to me where I've been within, uh, with somebody next to me while I was a passenger in a car, and the guy went over a, a speed bump in a complex quite hard and hit the nose quite hard. And um, we went for supper, and later on we walked out, and the oil was running down the road. Um, the car was standing at the top of the road. It's a bit of a downhill driveway. And yeah. the oil was running down because it hit the sump and cracked the aluminum sump. So um, when you hit the nose on the other side over a bump, that could do damage. So um, bottles, uh, in effect, otherwise, it could cut your tires. So the damage a bottle can do actually can even damage suspension and it can damage a mag. But the dangerous one, effectively, is you know when, when you cut a tire. I, I drove a car um, once where there was a bottle. Um, it was a car with 21-inch tires, a performance car, a car on the left, a car on the right, a bottle on the road. There was nowhere I could go, and it cut two tires, a tick-tick, and both the front, uh, there was a front right and, uh, no, front left and back left. And both were cut on, on that pothole, and there was nothing I could do. So if you're going to hit the pothole, hit it at 90 degrees, don't swerve in the pothole. But obviously, ideally, I'd rather miss the pothole um, if you can. Jeez, it's so hard to do that at the moment. Okay, we got yeah. this comment. This is Derek from Klanga Morning uh, SFM and Nico. Um, I just wanted to put a, um, a theory to Nico. You know, these um, tyre places um, recommend that we rotate every 10,000 or odd um, but my theory is very different and that is that we don't we keep them exactly the same and provided our alignment is okay the tires will wear obviously a front wheel drive the, t the front will wear faster in the back but there's no reason to rotate whatsoever when the front tires in a front wheel drive for example wear down you just replace them and you put the bigger tread or the best tread on the front again. Um, there's absolutely no reason to rotate if you, if you give it some thought um, because there's no reason for even wear. Uh, talking about the front wearing evenly to the back and uh, that's the, the justification tyre places suggest that we rotate. But the, if you think about it, there's absolutely no reason. So when your front tyres wear, you just replace them with new tyres. Um, I'd like to hear Nico's opinion. What's your opinion, Nico? Um, it's a definite maybe. So there's, there, there's some truth in what, what, what he's saying. So um, uh, the first part, um, I, I understand the theory. Why he's saying you simply replace the, the tread that has been is worn the most. In other words, if you have a front-wheel drive car, it's going to pull with the front. So effectively, the front will wear up quicker than the back. And eventually, you only replace the two fronts. Um, and then the backs can last longer. And then the same if you have a rear-wheel drive car, the rears will wear faster than the front. So in theory, uh, I, uh, that makes sense. And I, but I think the reason why you're rotating is twofold, of course, uh, is that all the terms of the cars are the same. So when you're replacing, you're replacing all four. But what will happen in a slippy situation is if you have a lot of tread on one tire and very little, uh, let's say you have lots of grip in the front, so brand new tires, and very worn out tires in the back, that now makes the car unstable when it rains because you've got a lot of grip in the front and very little grip at the back. So if, um, I know cars have stability control, but it still affects the stability of the car. Um, also, um, if you then, so in other words, the, the only worry really with different tread depths is the stability of the car um, when it rains and there's a lot of water. When it's dry, it actually doesn't really matter anyway how much thread you have because it's not, you know, the, the, the grooves are there only to displace water. But let's imagine you have a lot of grip on the back because you have brand new tires at the back and very worn out ones at the front. Again, there's a chance that as you go over the water, the front quickly and the backs won't, or just going around the corner, the fronts will lose grip way before the back, where if they have the same amount of tread, in theory, the car is going to be more stable. So I, I think that's probably one of the reasons um, why they um, 
manufacturers um, suggest that you rotate um, rotating the four tires. One of them that is, I agree with, again, if the alignment is right, then the, uh, in theory the tires should wear off evenly. Um, but my previous car, so the, the previous car I had, it was an interesting case of the back wheels actually somehow um, would um, um, create some sort of oscillation. And that's quite weird. But it happened that if you didn't rotate the tires and you left the back ones on for a long time and then put them on the front, you had this almost like the car had a flat spot. Um, you had this sensation in the car, and the guys at the dealership, and which I then later looked at, because they said they had this with a few other cars, it has an independent suspension, but um, that was a reason why in, in that car it was easier to, um, or it was a good idea to rotate. So my theory, um, what I do is I try and rotate. Um, so I would say, you know, when I go for a service. So for me, it's easy when, I, when the car goes for a service every 15,000 Ks, I'd say just rotate front to back. It also, of course, depends on the directional tires. But let's move on. I think, so I, I, there's a lot of truth in what you've said, and I agree with some, and, but the reasoning sometimes is different because of stability. And also because, as you say, it, it depends on whether it's a rainy weather, etc. Exactly, or whether it's dry, yes. Okay, fantastic. I just want you to know, Nico, that um, Alan sent us a picture of your cake saying this is Nico's alter with uh, with Nico's alternative topic oh it looks like they plowed through the whole cake there's a tiny little really? piece left so Alan well done <laughs> lovely what picture say, was it good it you looks fantastic picture, but... and then Mrs okay. Musa in Ikopo says hi Michelle I just made tiny Betty's cake it's lovely and soft I can't wait to dig into it thanks so much for sharing oh. The recipe and then she shows a picture and she says i just put melted chocolate on the top that's mrs musa in ikopo then we have another comment for you we'll just go for it good morning safm i'm just not sure about uh, the issue of not rotating tires uh, because i drive a, a all-wheel drive uh, and ah. actually my dashboard now is saying rotate tires in ah. 3000 kilometers so i am going to do that because I mean, I didn't make this car, but that's just how it's programmed. It says I must rotate my tires. And I've been doing that as it instructs me. And it will even say replace tires. It starts with rotate and then it will say replace. So, yeah, thanks. My name is Bongi. So there's a you good know, that, one. So that, Bongi's like that, obviously yeah. got a car that's actually just telling her exactly what to do. Well, In which case, I wouldn't not rotate. I mean, if that car's saying rotate, I'd be freaking rotating, man. So, so this is a problem. Um, unfortunately, we've just proven that I've forgotten some bits. So the coffee, uh, I need to drink my coffee earlier because, uh, you know, that... <laughs> Nico? If you have an all-draft car, you've got to replace, you've got to rotate the tires all the time because um, the, the, you will damage the all-draft system if you have two brand-new tires in the front and two very old in the back or wherever. So actually, that's a great point I completely forgot about. So well, shock was that. So, yes, if you have an all-drop car, you need to rotate the tires and continuously so that they all have the same trick. Oh, great point. We have to go to a break, but when we come back from the break, we're answering your questions. We're also looking at your pictures of uh, Tani Betty's chocolate cake, and we've seen a couple of great photos. So if you are the one who uh, has taken or baked it, let us know. We'd love to see it. You can, of course, send us a voice message on O six one four one oh four one oh seven O six one four one oh four one oh seven. You're also welcome to SMS us on four one three nine one or go to Twitter at SAFM Radio uh, or at Mish
constant and send us your questions for our petrol head. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. It's 8.51, you are with Nico, our petrol head, and we're having a whole conversation around um, uh, shifting your tyres around, the kind of car that you might have that absolutely requires that you do rotate those tyres. We're also Mm. looking at some beautiful images uh, of your chocolate cake, Tani Betty's chocolate cake, you guys did a good job with that one for sure. I mean, Mrs. Musa in Ikopo, it looks delicious, I have to say. Nico? So, yes, before we go, there's another point I forgot about. Yeah. I said, damn, I should drink coffee earlier. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> if, you, if you have a, a rear-wheel drive car, a lot of the cars, um, especially if it's a performance car, the rear wheels might actually be wider than the front. So, then ah. you can actually also not rotate. So, uh, um, there, there's even, um, like, Audi, Audi new RS3, the fronts are wider than the back. You can't go forward and backwards. So, actually, um, depending on the type of car you have, some cars you can actually not rotate tires. And also, then, be aware, uh, tires are directional sometimes. So, um, you've got to make sure that if it's a directional tire, it can only rotate in one direction. So, the front right can't go to the back left. It can only go to the back right. What is a directional okay. tire, if you don't mind me asking? I've got an arrow. And it rotates in a certain direction, so it can only the tread is designed to only do, turn in that direction, not the opposite direction. So what happens if you reverse? It doesn't. No, no, no. But remember, it, it, when you it, you can do that, but it, it's displacing the wood when you're reversing slowly. So you're not really having to reverse. But we. Okay, Nico, you you cra- you cra- you're cracking up very badly. Okay, sorry, I'm, I don't know. Okay, is it better now? Yeah, it's better now. Much okay. better. I'm sorry that I'm... Okay, cool. Okay, so so a, reta- a one-directional um, tyre, you, you wouldn't be able to, like, have it turning in a different... That's correct. You can actually, if you look at the tread pattern, it might look like an arrow almost. So yeah. if, you, if, you, if you turn your tyre all the way to the right, you'll actually see it. Some of them look like an arrow, in other words, pointing in that direction. So basically, it's, it, it's pushing out the water backwards, and it can only then work in that direction. Okay, fantastic. Nico, have you got any thoughts you want to uh, engage with when it comes to yes. cars today? Yes. Mm. So, um, of course, I have. I always, I, the thing is, I, I, I like starting with the questions. Sometimes we don't get to the topics I have, but I personally enjoy the questions more, and I find it much more interesting. And, in um, fact, I, just um, hold on a second. Next week, mm-hmm. uh, no, not next week, for this week, someone did ask last week, should engines be drained of oil? Um. So oil is there uh, as a lubricant between the metal parts. So in other words, uh, the major function of oil is to lubricate so that you don't have metal rubbing against metal. It also has a cooling function in the engine as well. So what happens is the oil loses that ability. So over time, let's say you're corrupting the oil. So the oil actually becomes bad and it doesn't work as well uh, um, as as it should. So that's why manufacturers recommend an oil change every 15,000 kilometers because you, basically that oil, when you take the oil out, is not as good as it was. So it's old oil basically doesn't lubricate as well. So that's what an oil change in a car is and definitely is a great idea. So um, that's actually what manufacturers recommend. And if, if my, one of my things is if I, I service my car every 15,000, it doesn't miss that service. So if you want to look at after the car, even if the manufacturers say a 30,000 oil change, um, you know, after you're out of the plan, I would change maybe 15,000 because um, I always worry about how long that well would last. And 
um, re- replacing the oil all the time, and that's what it basically means. You have a little plug at the bottom, you pull it out, you drain the oil, you put the plug back, you put new oil in, and then the, in, in theory the engine will last longer because you're doing less damage because when the oil isn't lubricating as well as it do, as it should, then there's metal rubbing against metal and there is more wear. So, you know, I have to tell you this quickly. We used to have this engineer called Brian, Brian yeah. Riley. Such a fabulous guy, and very sadly, he passed away in a motorbike accident. But I remember once we did this show, and he said to me, I challenge you to go and drain your engine of petrol. (laughs) Of oil, of oil. (laughs) Of oil, I mean of oil, not of petrol. That would have been something else, of oil. He, on the other hand, I said, well, that's okay, but then I'm going to challenge you to have a leg wax. Ooh, I'd rather drain the oil. Yeah, uh, (laughs) but... What what I did realize is I did the smartest thing ever, I thought. Yeah. I brought a shower cap. <laughs> oh, clever. So that when I lay under the car and then like unplugged it, then mm. even though the oil was like dripping, it was still spatting a bit against me. So mm. fortunately, I didn't get it in my hair. So I would suggest to anybody who's like draining the oil from their, from their engine, um, uh, do it, but take a shower cap. What do you no, think about that? I, I'm sorry, I disagree. I think that's horrible. You know, if I get to a, a technician or a mechanic and he's wearing a shower cap and he's working <laughs> on my car, I'm not going to go there again. <laughs> no, I don't think that. I think Why that's not? A idea. At least you know that he's super smart. And I mean, he know, you know that he's going to go home to his partner and he's not going to have like oily hair that he can't <laughs> or, clean and wash, etc. No, listen, I, I just, I, I cannot see myself taking anybody seriously that drains my car's oil wearing a shower cap. So I, I think that <laughs> Michelle, you've had some good ideas, but I, I think that does not rank among the best ones you've had. <laughs> I would, no, no self-respecting mechanic listening now is ever going to wear a shower cap. Okay, oh, I'm going to put that out to any self-respecting mechanics. Would you wear a shower cap to ensure that that oil doesn't just like spatter into your hair? <laughs> You know, he also at the time challenged me to go and um, scrum with the Gauteng Lions. Mm-hmm. And I what did was it. Like? It was very exciting. But what, what, I can imagine for you. What, so what I, position were you scrumming? <laughs> I'm not sure what? what the position was, but there was someone behind yeah. me who put their hand between my legs and grabbed hold of my jeans. Yeah. So which position is that? Anna, were you, a, were you the hooker or were you the lock? <laughs> <laughs> The, I was probably the, the hooker. Were you, Who a knows? Prop? Were you, no, you could, so you could have been a prop, a hooker, or a lock. Because the eighth man, so that, I'm not sure which one. They're probably, yeah, I don't want to, <laughs> were you in between two guys, Michelle, and the front? Yeah, somewhere. Was there a guy left and right behind it was all a, It was all a bit of a sandwich, I have to admit. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you were the hooker. <laughs> Oh, and really, dear. this is a lucky term. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've got a minute and a half. What is what you're looking uh, at at the moment with cars? Okay, quickly, uh, <laughs> we'll talk more. So um, Ford have now um, shown a patent for an airbag in the front of the car. Yeah. And um, that helps protect... Wait, Nico, you're yeah. disappearing again. No, I'm sorry. So <laughs> maybe we'll cover it next week because we've got a minute left and there's not enough time to talk about... Um, okay, well, I'll, t- I'll talk... So uh, Ford has a patent for an airbag on the outside of the car, on the front, to protect the car um, in an accident. In other words, like an airbag protects you inside, they now have an air, it's a patent, so it's not in a production car, 
But the patent is so that if there's an accident, that airbag before the accident deploys and literally then uh, helps it with crash protection. And a company called ZF, which actually makes gearboxes, have done the same. They've got a patent for an airbag on the side of the car because in a side impact, the doors aren't very wide and there's not a lot of protection. So in the case of ZF, that airbag pops up on the side from the bottom, so in between the two doors, um, and that, again, protects the car or the, the occupants inside. So literally just before the accident, this airbag will pop. They said we've got about uh, between 250 and 400 liters of air in there, so it's actually quite big. And that, again, is there to help with side impact protection. So now it protects the, the, the car effectively or the people inside by popping out on the outside. So can you send us a picture of that? We'll tweet it. Um, yes, I'll, okay. I'll You'll try and it. find I'll it. You'll try and I'll find try and it. find it? Yeah, okay. Fantastic. I'll do that. Nico, as always, a huge delight to chat to you. Uh, we'll be speaking to you next week, same time, same place. Thanks. Yeah, I've had a, I've had a, a great morning. So enjoy the weekend. <laughs> you too. John, Nico, 9 o'clock, time for the news. Good morning.